So Jody, my beloved co-host for this awesome new podcast, let me ask you one question. Are you afraid of the dark? Nah, I'm a fan of the dark. Well, so am I. Cue the intro music. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, we call this podcast, Are You a Fan of the Dark? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Are You a Fan of the Dark, a podcast about the awesome 90s Nickelodeon show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm Dale. And I'm Jody, And we're both fans of the dark. This is our first episode, so we're just going to be discussing a little bit about ourselves and what Are You Afraid of the Dark means to us, and a little bit of the show's history. For those of you that don't know what Are You Afraid of the Dark is, it was an episodic children's TV show that premiered in the early 90s. It revolved around a group of teenagers who referred to themselves as the Midnight Society. Every week at a secret location in the woods, one member would tell a scary story to the group, and the actual story, rather than the telling, was displayed to the television viewer, and it was shown between the group's arrival to the camp fire site and their departure. So there is a little bit of history to the show. It is really well known for having scared a lot of 80s and 90s kids. This was usually, at least a lot of people my age, that was this was their first introduction into horror outside of Tales from the Crypt. Or maybe, maybe they watched Twilight Zone or Outer Limits or stuff like that. But this was definitely the kids' version of that genre. The original series was created by DJ McHale and Ned Candell and was picked up by Nickelodeon in 1991. McHale, Candell, and Nickelodeon teamed up with the Canadian company Sinar, and as a part of the deal, the show was filmed in Canada. The series premiered as a pilot in Canada on Halloween in 1990, but it didn't premiere in America until the fateful first airing of SNCC on August 15th, 1992. SNCC. What's SNCC? Uno. SNCC is the only place to watch Clarissa Explains It All. SNCC. Dose. SNCC is the roundhouse non-stop hip-hop comedy shop. SNCC. Liz. Snick is where the new episodes of Ren and Stimpy premiere. Quattro. Snick is the all-new nightmares of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Snick is... El Tiempo Primo. Primetime Saturday night. Four Nick shows that Snick. Every Saturday starting at 8. Snick. Primo. It ran until 1996, disappeared for a few years, and came back in 1999 with less popular episodes and finally ended for good in 2000. Until now... There is actually an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie slated for 2019 and will be written by the guy who wrote the screenplay for the most recent It movie, Gary Dauberman. Get out. I know. You loved It, didn't you? I did. That's awesome. It's going to be pretty awesome. I hope it will be anyway, um, if it doesn't get canceled between now and then. (laughs) Well, let's hope not. (laughs) Because if that guy is writing an Are You Afraid of the Dark movie... Holy crap, depending on what, like, stories he decides to highlight, and I'm thinking I know which one he's going to highlight if he likes creepy-ass clowns. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking, right? I can think of two. Which one? Uh, let's see, I think that's Bozo from the second episode, and there's another creepy red clown that shows up in, much later on in the series. Well, the, well, there's there's the tale of laughing in the dark, which everybody knows is the one with the funhouse. Yep, that's Bozo. It's not Bozo. I don't remember the clown's name. We'll find out. <laughs> It's Bozo. It's not. It's Zebo. It could be Zebo. <laughs> I just remembered. Wow. Bozo Zebo. <laughs> 
And then there's oh, the same. one about the clown doll. But that's then the one I'm thinking of. There's the creepy ass Jester. You remember him? The comic book. Ooh, yeah, that would be interesting. Too. If he did the movie based on the Ghastly Grinner, that'd be so terrifying. That's all for the history. So, Jody, let me ask you: Do you remember what your introduction was to "Are You Afraid of the Dark"? I remember being a young kid who did not get to see a lot of TV at the time frame because my parents were very strict on making sure that we were nice, polite children. So we didn't get to watch a lot of fun shows until much later on because we didn't get cable until much later on. So I was uh, probably a little over the age for the group um, that this was targeted at by the time it came on because I got to watch this closer to the end of the 90s uh, rather than the beginning. That didn't matter. Um, I absolutely fell in love with this show when it came, when I got to see it, rather. And I remember slating the time every Friday to go out and watch it on SNCC, and just how unusual it was to have all these different, like, dark and fun and mysterious and then very questionable shows, um, or uh, episodes, rather, that would come up, and just overall how amazing they were. There was just, ah, there's too many. I I had so many uh, that I just absolutely loved uh, in this entire series. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. So for me, I grew up, I was fortunate to have cable as a little kid, so I was only six years old. When Are You Afraid of the Dark premiered in America. To give you a difference, I was probably closer to fifth by the time I got to see this to 17. Probably about 17, actually. Yeah, but you were only, what, eight when it actually came out, but you didn't get to watch it. I didn't know it existed. Yeah, I didn't actually see it when it first premiered, but I love Nickelodeon so much. Like, I watched Nickelodeon all the time because we didn't have Disney Channel because that was a premium channel back then. You had to pay a lot extra for it. Okay, kids, that's your (laughs) warnings. This is all you can watch today. It's Nickelodeon (laughs) or Disney. Well, it was Nickelodeon or PBS, so I watched Nickelodeon and I loved all the other shows on there. I loved Clarissa Explains It All. I don't remember the exact year that I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm pretty sure it wasn't the premiere year, but I remember the first episode that I saw scared the shit out of me because speaking of it... I had seen that movie when I was way too young, like seven. No, I saw it when I was really little. So it it really just gave me issues. And the first episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark that I saw was The Crimson Clown. Oh, yes, that's the one with the doll. God, yeah. I love that, that episode <laughs> so much. So it gave me terrible nightmares, but... I was thrilled with it at the same time, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And I would catch episodes now and then. I wasn't like a religious watcher of Are You Afraid of the Dark? But back maybe 10, 11 years ago, I suddenly got like a really big hankering to watch all the old episodes again. And I had gone and tried to find them online, and they weren't available, or they were just clips, or they were just like best ofs, and I wanted to find everything. So I actually went on eBay, and I found a bootleg copy. Canadian. <laughs> and that's what we're going to actually be watching is my terrible bootleg copy. And I almost got Salute Your Shorts and Hey Dude, but... <laughs> but this podcast isn't about those. No, <laughs> not yet anyway. <laughs> so I watched all the episodes and I was like, why were kids allowed to watch this? <laughs> I mean, some of the things on there are really ridiculous and dumb, or they're they're from old folk tales that we already know, like from scary stories to tell in the dark, or from goosebumps, or stuff like that. 
But a lot of these episodes actually had some very dark themes into them. There was a lot of death. There was a lot of almost aggression, uh, levels of aggression that were very unusual to see in kids shows at the time frame. Yeah, especially since a lot of them, well, not a lot of them, but a few of them actually did not have good endings. (laughs) Yeah, which is wonderful. (laughs) Speaking of that, what episodes actually really stick out in your mind? Well, actually, The Crimson Clown um, is one of the big ones. I remember that just being such a fun thing, the way that uh, the main kid is completely terrorized by the doll in that (laughs) was awesome. And Zeebo actually was very similar from what I remember of that, too, with that just being hounded the entire time, which I, I loved, honestly. As a horror story, that was just wonderful to me. The one that sticks in my head the most is the pinball machine episode. Yeah, that one's um, great. <laughs> where it's in the mall, and I can't remember the name right now. I'm sorry, guys. Um, we'll get to it. Don't worry. It's like Pinball Wizard or something dumb like that. Yeah, but oh, what a lovely series. The The entire thing was very romanticized. Kid's story. The guy goes in. He slays the demons. He gets the girl. He wins at the very end. And then it's snap. We get to do it all again, because this is a video game, and you will have to keep replaying it over and over, and ah, that was, well, that that was absolutely lovely. So, those are some of the main ones I remember, but uh, most of the ones through the first and second season uh, stick out in my mind. There's a ton to go over in this one, which is why we wanted to do the podcast. So, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I'm very much looking forward (laughs) to going over these. Yeah, the ones in the later seasons aren't, aren't as good. I don't really remember the later ones that much, but yeah, a lot of the early ones were very, they stuck in my mind for whatever reason. One that, that scared the ever-living hell out of me because I have a fear of pool drains and like really deep water and stuff. And I mean, it wasn't really deep water, but the one episode, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a ghost in the pool and it like murders oh, people. Yeah, They find it with like this chemical that turns it orange and it comes out and it's like this rotting, terrible monster. That one gave me really big issues. <laughs> I can't wait to do that one and go over it again to see how absolutely trashy the outfit actually was. Because I remember it's a guy basically in a trench coat with like plastic bags over him or probably. something similar to that effect. And could, probably not even good makeup, actually. But and makeup. Yeah. And there are others that I remember bits and pieces of that I don't remember very clearly, which is going to be fun going through them again. Like there's the one of the chameleons where they actually had oh, those really famous twins from the 90s in there. And the girl like gets a, gets bit by a chameleon, but it's it's not really a chameleon. It's like a gecko. But they say it's a chameleon. I don't know. It's really weird. But she gets like weird flaky stuff on her. No animals were harmed in the making of these films. No animals are harmed in the making of this podcast. There's the episode where the little girl lost her friend and she goes to try and find her. And her friend is like trapped in a dollhouse and she's turning to porcelain. Mm. That mm-hmm. one's creepy as hell. <laughs> I liked the ones that were kind of 50s-ish. There's one that was about the a prom queen. Right. Who's trying to get back and they... Uh, she has to get dropped off at the graveyard so yeah. that she can meet her boyfriend exactly. that was uh, in a car wreck. And she always says, Keen! <laughs> That's um, retro slang. I can't remember. I mean, there's there's a ton that I remember and love. They're just not coming to mind right now. That's all right. That's why we're doing this podcast. Other we're going to go through grinner. them and have fun. Yeah, the ghastly grinner. Oh, no, the really, really terrible computer virus one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that one's going to be so much fun to revisit (laughs) all right so as you can tell we're pretty excited about going back through these um and again horrible on the names right now uh but there's a lot of fun here to be had so um do you remember any that were like your least favorites yes definitely the horrible retelling of 
Phantom of the Opera oh. that occurs in oh, like yeah. the third or fourth <laughs> season, which uh, I'm also looking forward to to flame horribly and burn that in fire. God, yeah. such a bad episode. But <laughs> again, we'll get to that in due time. I can't really remember any that I hated. I'm sure they'll come up when I watch them. So I'll probably be like, oh. I know there was a really lame one that was like there were aliens at like a boarding school and there were like eggs in the basement or something. And it just made me really mad and I don't remember why. But anyway, do you have any favorite characters, either from the Midnight Society or recurring characters? Ooh, geez. Um, Saw Doe. Accent <laughs> on the Doe. Definitely no. was fun. <laughs> it's no mister. Accent on the Doe. <laughs> So there were two major characters that were reoccurring that were the pet projects of two of the storytellers. They were both... Wait, I think they were both Garys. No. Oh. No. In fact, they were not. Gary had one, and I don't remember the name of the other child that had the other. But the other one is specifically the one I'm thinking of, and he's this mad scientist. He's actually going to feature into today's uh, episode that we'll be doing. We need to better research our notes. Dr. Vink. <laughs> yes, the buh, Dr. Buh, Vink. Buh. And he's not a nutbag. <laughs> that's what I remember about him. <laughs> and that's all you need to know about him. Um, no, he was probably one of my uh, uh, favorite reoccurring characters, honestly. Not so much in the main cast. I don't remember much of them. They only show up for such a small amount of time that it's hard to uh, keep them in my head, to be perfectly frank. Yeah. And I was so hungry for each of the actual like meat of the episodes when they would show up as a kid that i did not pay any attention to a lot of the actual people that were being done as the main cast unfortunately yeah i vaguely remember some of the cast members i mean my favorite of course was gary because <laughs> I <liked> sexy him. <laughs> gary them glasses and that button-up polo shirt Ooh. he was so little he was he was so smart and he was so funny and i don't know Hey, he's the owner of the Midnight Society, technically. Of course he's the one that's got everybody's eye. If you shaved your beard and put on glasses, you could kind of look like Gary. Thanks. <laughs> Other members that I I don't really remember a lot. I remember kind of their tropes. Like I, Kiki, I remember, because I just liked Kiki. <laughs> just so you guys know, this is sort of our refresher episode as well. So this is going to come out a lot better here very shortly. And don't worry, we'll have our facts together in perfect order for the next time we do this. How about some fun facts? Ooh, please. Did you know... That the mystical midnight dust that they throw on the campfire is just non-dairy creamer and glitter. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it whooshes. I thought they put magnesium or something in there. Well, that's why, you know, gotta go watch that Mythbusters episode about the non-dairy creamer cannon and you'll understand why. We'll see if we can't link that one in the notes as well. Yeah. Another fun fact. uh, M. Night Shyamalan was supposedly inspired to make The Sixth Sense from the season three episode, The Tale of the Dream Girl. The episode centers around a boy who is ignored by everyone around him except for a girl who turns out to be a ghost. That's sad. It's kind of cool, though. Uh, The show was initially called Scary Tales, a take on the original fairy tales idea but nickelodeon wanted a more unique name they came up with the name are you afraid of the dark from dr seuss's scary story what was i scared of that's neat (laughs) so we were talking about the crimson clown apparently the clown doll from the season three episode the tale of the crimson clown was put on ebay and sold for eleven thousand five hundred and ninety seven dollars wow that is some (laughs) very well purchased memorabilia there apparently in casting diversity was such a strong mandate at nickelodeon that the series ended up being nominated for an NAACP award. Nickelodeon also turned away kids if they were, quote, too Disney, which McHale described as apple pie, freckles, cute, over-the-top acting. Yep. No, I can see that. The... (laughs) 
almost panel of uh, racial diversity was pretty solid uh, yeah. on this one. And I mean, uh, still your a lot thug. Of white kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just I, I do actually appreciate it and I can remember the the you're a thug, you're extremely good at your book smarts, uh you do track and I think just a couple of the stereotypes yeah. that were very, very apparent on all of the actual cast members. Oh, all of the society's fires were already lit when the audience joined the action because Nickelodeon didn't want to educate kids watching at home how to strike matches. That's amazing. Alright, kids, disclaimer. It's okay to kill people, be chased down by clowns, find out how to break into security vaults, and contact aliens, but it is not okay to start fires. <laughs> well, like, even the match in the intro just lights itself. That's why it's so spooky. She's like, <gasps> suddenly match <gasps> it's on fire and then it's out it's magic spooky magic spooky magic all right ryan gosling was in a couple of episodes he was originally asked to be a member of the midnight society but he turned it down to join the mickey mouse club instead now worth noting there were a lot of actors who got their premiere here throughout are you afraid of the dark i know that uh jewel sate did she plays kaylee on firefly Firefly. melissa joan hart did an episode and those twins that i was talking about i'll look up their names like i remember them because they had their own show it was sister sister tia and tamara mowry there were a bunch of other child actors we'll have to look into that more and talk about it i guess how these episodes are going to work is we're going to watch an episode talk about it and we'll have a couple of interstitial such as a retro sponsor of the week where we will be taste testing 90s junk food that we can either find or make copycat versions of and we'll tell you about it maybe you'll just want to uh, subscribe and listen and find out what we're gonna do shall we go on to the first episode of are you afraid of the dark let's if you want to share any questions, comments, or even just want to share your own story about Are You Afraid of the Dark, feel free to email us at areyouafanofthedark at hotmail.com. We're also available on Facebook at areyouafanofthedarkpod, and we'll soon have links to show notes. Feel free to rate, review, subscribe. Always remember, don't be afraid of the dark. Be a fan of the dark.